Okay, so we are with Kenneth Cheadle today. I'm so excited to be speaking to Kenneth today. He is a certified life and career coach, best-selling author and speaker. He is the founder and CEO of the Millennial Takeover, a career program for young professionals prepared to take their career to the next level. Ken understands that in today's ever-changing world, your career path can be so overwhelming. This is why he has dedicated himself to helping millennials navigate through their changes with their career and maintain a healthy work-life balance. Ken's passion and drive for starting up and resurrecting the careers of millennials across the country has earned him the title of the Millennial Takeover Guy. So welcome, Ken. Thank you so much for being on the Deeper Than Work podcast with me today. It is a pleasure. Um, so happy that you're here. And before we jump into our topic, we're going to be talking about feedback, how to ask for it, how to receive it, you know, and how to use it as fuel to take your career to the next level. Before we jump into that, if you're new to me, my name is Dorian St. Floor, and I am the creator of YourCareerGirl.com, which is an online career coaching boutique for high achieving and ambitious women professionals. If you haven't already, head on over to YourCareerGirl.com and get your hands on the free five-day career makeover toolkit. You want to transform your career in just five days, then that's where you need to go. And without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. So Ken, again, thank you so much. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. So I just gave you a brief bio. Um, why don't we get started with you just telling us a little bit about yourself? What's your career journey been, you know, and just really what brings you here today as a certified life and career coach? Wow. Um, <clears throat> my journey has, uh, man, first off, I need to shorten my bio. Let's <laughs> 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 start there first. Uh, after recognizing that, uh, let's talk about where my journey started. Uh, my journey started to get to this point as a life coach. I think uh, with everybody, like it starts from, um, I don't know, I guess for me, it started back when I first just wanted to do well in corporate America and didn't, um, had the tools, the guidance, the know-how, the abilities to do what I wanted to do. And that comes from, you know, more or less the, the trial in which I took to get there. So I have an urban background. I come from the inner city, grew up in that type of life, um, doing things that, you know, people should and shouldn't do, you know, in, in those environments, going through the struggle. And then from there, that led me to the military. And uh, the military actually uh, was a good time and it paid for my college. And uh, I got out of college and I got into corporate America and I didn't fit. Um, I was struggling when I first got in there. I mean, I wanted to do well, just like most people, you have these ambitions, these desires to have an excellent career. You want to do something different. You want to be able to, you know, leave a legacy, so to speak, something that people can be proud of. And if you don't know how to do that, then you find yourself fumbling. So I spent the beginning half of my career fumbling and then, you know, but with drive and ambition and the right people, like I can't, I won't ever take credit for getting to where I've gotten by myself. You get there with other people, but, you know, being willing to, um, listen to those people has helped me get to this level. And that's led me off to life coaching because I wanted to uh, give it back. You know, I got to a point where, you know, I started out on YouTube and I was doing some fun things, but then I was like, Hey, I got this platform. Let me do something serious. So I went out and I got certified in life coaching and career coaching because I wanted to be able to give people back some of the guidance and some of the, uh, the strategic strategies and just things that I wish I'd had, you know, coming from where I come from so you can get ahead, you know, so that's where the journey came from. 
Awesome. Awesome. And we'll get into a little bit about the guidance that you spoke about that you've gotten and the feedback that you've gotten over your career. But I guess just to give a little background on why we're even speaking about feedback. I mean, a few weeks ago, I saw a post on your IG and it said something like, you've got to take feedback and learn from it. It's the only way to grow and growth is the only way to succeed. And yeah. I just remember that really striking a chord with me because, you know, so many people shy away from feedback and it is yeah. important. And a lot of what I talk about on my podcast and you know on my blog on my website is about being the best that you can be and really tapping into your strengths and moving forward and feedback is a big part of that and mm -hmm. it's interesting that you know so many people they know that I think they understand that feedback is important but yet right. they shy away from it so yeah. how why do you think I guess the first question, why do you think people shy away from feedback? Why is it something that people don't want to receive? Oh, I think um, <laughs> that's funny. I think it uh, I think it comes from in which they view uh, feedback, like feedback has to be reframed, right? Mm -hmm. Because the way that it's been viewed at when you take it from that point, that standpoint where you don't want feedback is because you're viewing it from a negative kind, you know, a negative view, a negative point of view. Mm -hmm. um, whether you've gotten feedback about things throughout your life and you, you, you haven't been, you haven't, I guess, gotten a true good definition of feedback. And what I mean by that, we look at feedback as negative because it comes off like, hey, you should do better in this, or you could do better in this, or this is what you could fix, or hey, try doing this, or try doing that. And we develop a mentality of like, I know better. You know, I got my degree, or I'm grown. You know, I, I know what's going on. And we may look at feedback negatively and that may be derived from different things, but if you reframe it and start thinking of it um, in different things, like, uh, like when you think about uh, people that you see successful, like um, the basketball finals are coming on or going on right, right about now. And you think about um, the feedback that the Cavs coaches and the Warriors coaches are giving the players to make them better for the next game. And you got to start thinking about feedback in that asset. Like, you know, this feedback is going to make me better for my next annual review or for my next raise or for my next position. Like this is going to make me grow. Um, so I can get to where I want to go. And sometimes feedback doesn't come. It doesn't come good. It doesn't come in a, it doesn't come with bowls and, you know, pretty uh, Christmas wrapping, you know, <laughs> when I grew up, my dad was a ex military. So he gave feedback and it sounded just like it was, you know, when I got to the military, when I got to the military, I was already prepared because I had already received feedback that way. It's very direct. It's very grotesque at times. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's no sugar candy coating. And um, <clears throat> there's people in corporate America that do the exact same thing. Like they have, they don't have people skills, so to speak. They're giving you the great, they're giving you feedback that you need to adhere to, but it may not come out the way that you want it. It may not come in the package that you want it. So, to that point, I could see where you don't like feedback, but don't listen to how the message is delivered. Listen to see if the message holds true. Is this something I could really work on to make me better? You know what I'm saying? That's really good advice. So you're coming from, you know, so you're coming from this military background. You've transferred into corporate America, two totally different um, types of environments. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what was some of the early feedback that you received in your career um, when you were just starting out, like what were some things that you were told you needed to work on and how did you respond to it? Oh, um, <laughs> corporate America is tricky. It's, it's very tricky. Uh, the environments in which I grew up in and then talking about the military, it's a very aggressive environment, very direct environment. So if you have issues or problems, you go to the person that you have issues or problems with, or if you have something that you need to take care of, you're very direct about it. 
And I spent a lot of time being like that early on in my career. Did that, that that doesn't go across well. So <laughs> that's not a good thing. And then there's other few things that led to like my first, you know, I can be transparent, you know, my first year of my career, I got a needs improvement. And what that is, is like, you know, you get to the interview, like, like you need to improve. So I didn't get in the raise. I didn't get uh, that feeling that you get, you know, all my peers are getting raises. I don't get one. I'm like, what's going on? Right. And, you know, I had spoke to my manager six months before during our, our mid um, annual review and I thought everything was okay. So I went along that route thinking everything was okay. And when I got to that point, I got hit with a, you got needs improvement. And I was like, what? So I didn't know what to do at that point. I was really feeling down. And so happened, I bumped into this lady that was a mentor to me. She started teaching me some things that I suffered that like, you know, she taught me how to communicate effectively through email. She said, you need to watch what people are, how people are communicating in this corporation through email. And then you pick up the language from that point. Don't come in here with your own language because it doesn't translate here yet. Mm-hmm. You know, so she was teaching me different things about email etiquette, how to properly dress. You know, that whole dress for the job you want uh, is true because, you know, our, our company adopted a, um, a lax dress atmosphere. So they wanted to be more like the Google. So I started coming in with cargo shorts on and, <laughs> uh, you know, Bugs Bunny um, T-shirts, like, you know, the whole platinum fubu whole deal or whatever. And this lady was like, this ain't going to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she pulled me aside and kind of got me together. And a lot of the knowledge that she shared with me is what helped progress my career. And she also taught me how to network, how to speak with other people. And then when she ran out of information to give me as my mentor in that area, she introduced me to another mentor. And, you know, he taught me how to succeed, how to succeed financially in my career. So you're going to find different mentors. You're not just going to have one. You'll have plenty and you should have plenty because everybody can't do everything. We all have our limitations. Yeah. um, You know, so. (laughs) That's, that's really good. I think a lot of key points that you raised in there, but the one thing that I'm really hearing is that you were like, you, it's not like you were open for this feedback. So yes, you were in, you know, this new environment and there were things that you were hearing that maybe you didn't want to hear at the time. It was constructive, but you were open to it and you were willing to adjust. Yeah. I don't think it started out that way. Like when I first got the needs improvement, I was, I was heated just like the next person would be. I was mad. I didn't want to sign. They make you sign off on it you know, on your review. I don't want to sign my paper. I was, being, I, was being, <laughs> I was a little upset about it, but that like, you know, just somebody with an older perspective. So having that mentor to be able to teach me, you know, looking down 15 years down the road, she's like, you don't know what you're doing. You know, you reacting out of emotion. It's what she's saying. True. And then you got to have an honest conversation with yourself. That's the honest, honest, honest conversation. Could I be doing better? Am I really doing this good? You know, and it, most of the time, you know, you, you I wasn't at that time. I can be honest. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm we are honest with ourselves. We all have need, you know, have areas that we can improve in, and um, you know, having that humbleness to be able to be teachable. Like you know, I could have took what my um, what the mentor said and been like, "Man, get out of here." She could have came to me and said something. I'm like, "Man, I don't care about what you're saying," but I, you don't get ahead that way. The key to my success has been able to be teachable. You know, mm-hmm. understanding that I don't know everything, that there's still things that I can learn to become the better me. When I look at all the people that we consider greats in whatever field we want to be in, whatever industry we want to be in, those people have taken feedback and constructive criticism from others to get there. And they talk about it in their books. So this is not anything <laughs> like you need this to get to where you're going. You're not going to get there doing the same things. You can't become better. You can't become great or, you know, good at what you're doing if nobody's giving you feedback to become that way, right? Yeah. Something you mentioned, you said that you have to be teachable. So in your, in like, explain that a little bit to us. What does it mean to be teachable? 
Uh, to be teachable means to uh, have an open mind. Um, to um, to to understand the first thing that you have to understand as far as being teachable is to understand that you don't know everything. That's hard because everybody believes that they know enough or they know everything to a degree. Um, but you know, nobody stops learning. So the first thing you gotta do is understand that piece. And then you have to be open-minded to say, hey, you know, give it a try. Somebody gives you some feedback, like, hey, you know what? If you actually did this a little bit more better, Ken, the result would be this. Or if you could, how about giving this a try? Now I could be like, man, forget that. But if I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna try this out. And if it doesn't work, then you know, forget what they talked about. But if mm -hmm. it does work, then cool. And that's what I did. I actually took um, the mentor I'm talking about. Her name is Monet Jones. And I took everything that she said that day. And on the way home, I had like almost like that, that battle on my shoulder. One side, I'm like, man, <laughs> and the other side, like, just go ahead and listen. Mm -hmm. you know, the side <clears throat> that went out was the side that said, hey, you know what? Just give it a try. See what happens. And if it doesn't come out the way you want it, then you can say, hey, you was right. But try right. And she was right. And she's been right for the last 10 years of my career. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm -hmm that piece of, you know, just understand that you just don't, you don't know everything. I open my, I'm very teachable. I like to read books. I mean, because mentors aren't just physical people. Mentors are books as well. There's a lot of knowledge in there that can teach you uh, how to do certain things. I don't, I, like, I guess one of the other things about being teachable is why go through a lesson or have to go through the same exact lesson that somebody else has already been through for you. Right, right. If they got the shortcuts and the ways to help you advance, you know, like it took my mentor, one of my mentors, five years to get to where they were within that corporation. It took me three because they were mentoring me. They could make, they cut out so many different shortcuts. Now, right. if I could have been apprehensive to that and not being teachable and still been where I was, mm -hmm. but to be able to say, hey, I'm, I'm willing to give it a try. I'm willing to be open-minded to it because we don't, there's so many different things that we learn all the time. Like, you know, they once thought the world was flat. Somebody was open-minded enough to go out there and try some different things. Now we know it's round mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So we have to keep an open mind to what we think we know, not being the full picture and not always being the truth. If that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. So it's about being open-minded. It's about being teachable. It's about taking from, you know, people who've gone before you and are trying mm -hmm. to show you the rope. So exactly. in, in your role as, you know, a career coach, and even just like in, if you think back to when you were in corporate America, have you been able to pay it forward? Have you been able to give people feedback and like, oh. how does that process work? And, you know, do, what are, what are the ways in which you see people re receive that feedback from you? Man, uh, you know what? I will say this from a different, this is going to be, <laughs> this is from a, from a different perspective, but I give feedback to people based on that person. I think that's what makes a good manager, a good leader or, you know, a good leader of people, a good, you know, uh, person that understands people is that you get feedback to people the way in which they need it. You know, the way I'm going to get feedback to my brother Larry is not going to be the same way I'm going to get feedback to my brother Daryl, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because they can't handle it the same. So I guess understanding how to give feedback is good. And then when I do it, um, I just approach a person with things that I think that they're trying to get to. Like, you know, like, so like a instance would be, have a friend that's trying to excel in their career, you know? So they say that they want to get to this level. I'm like, okay, well, if you want to get to this level, you can't do the same things that you did to get to this level. Right. In order to get to level A, you're going to have to do this plus some more things. You what know, do they say? What, what got you here is not going to get you there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's, that's the truth. I mean, you got to think about that concept. Nobody like what, you, like, you know, I guess the best way to do it is to kind of simplify. You think back to like, um, 
I guess like college, you know, you, when you first start out there, you need to be able to, you know, that feedback that you're getting from your teachers to tell you, hey, this is what you got to do to get better, to get better. And finally, the ultimate goal is to end up graduating, right? Right. Whatever. But without that feedback, without that constructive criticism, you're not going to retain the knowledge, learn the knowledge, and do well to graduate. You know, but we don't view it that way. We don't be like, ah, oh, man, they get no, you know, we don't think about it think about it like that we're thinking about hey i'm trying to progress i'm trying to get out of here i'm trying right. to get to this next level we got to have that same mentality when it comes to our careers you know i need to be able to get to this point and then also understand that you know it doesn't um it doesn't happen overnight you know i guess that's one of the best pieces about giving people feedback about the things that we're working on like if you're trying to build a career that's you know that's sustainable and something that you can be proud of it doesn't happen overnight and the feedback that we're going to tweak today um, you know, we're going to make different changes throughout the, you know, throughout the pie, you know, as you grow, things grow. So the same thing that you go give feedback on today is not going to be the same thing I'm going to give you tomorrow, but I'm going to give you something. Right. You know, some or or it shouldn't be like some people, right. I guess their issue is that they kind of were repeating the same cycle. So you're right in that the goal is that the feedback today, tomorrow I should be talking about something else because you should exactly. have been, you know, actioning what I spoke about and kind of moving forward. So I think that's a good point that you raise about just continuing and it's going to be evolving and it's not just like a one-time situation. Exactly. It's just something that's going to keep coming up. Exactly. Okay. So, if, so if someone is listening and they're like, you know what, this is all well and good. I should be teachable. This is going to be evolving. I need <laughs> to be open. But, you know, I still just don't like to receive constructive feedback. If it's positive, it's all good. But if it's constructive, I don't like it. What advice would you give to them, like, to really drive this point home that you need to be open to receiving feedback in order to take your career to the next level? Um, I, guess the, I guess the honest question I would have to ask that person is, you know, to that question, which you shouldn't answer question or question, but I got to on this one is that, um, do you want to be, do you want to be successful? Do you want to succeed or do you want to be where you want to be? Uh, because if we're going to get there by ourselves and you don't need feedback, you know, you don't need anybody, but if you want to get to that next level, wherever that next level is going to be, whether it's in your life, whether it's in your career, uh, anything, you're going to have to get feedback and make sure it's a credible source. You know, maybe sometimes people get upset because the feedback is not coming from credible sources or from a source that they they consider credible. Um, but, you know, it just goes back to something that we were talking about before. When you look at champions like Serena Williams, like she started off, she didn't just walk in the game and become a great that's won all these championships. She just didn't say, I know everything that I need to know, and now I'm able to win these championships. What she did was she got feedback from her dad as her coach in the beginning. And then once she rose to a level that even he couldn't coach her and give her the correct feedback, they got her another coach that could. And she listens to that coach. And even when you see her in the tennis matches when she's playing, mm -hmm. her coach is behind her. And at times they talking. He's giving her, you know, he's giving her feedback. Hey, you should have did this. You should have did that. And that's why he's watching that match. He's there to watch that match so he can take notes to give her feedback to make her better. So I think um, – you know, as it, as it relates to feedback, like how do, you know, how do, how do I get to that point where I start to accept it is, you know, you have to ask yourself that, that question I started out with, do you want to be successful or do you mm -hmm. want to get to where your goals are? And then understand that the way that you thought the way feedback works is not the way that it works. And the way that you thought it was defined is not the way it's defined. Mm -hmm. Start redefining it, start reframing it to think that feedback is going to make me great. You know, feedback is going to get me to where I'm trying to go, you know, and, um, 
take it that way, you know. And if you feel like, you know, there's going to be times where you feel slighted by somebody and they may not, you know, some people may give you feedback that's unwarranted and it's not good because all feedback isn't great and all feedback isn't um, proper feedback. And I get that. So, you know, but that's here and there, you know, you got to take that with the, that comes with, I guess that comes a part of it, but don't, don't, don't hold on to what I guess is called hater feedback. So <laughs> Don't hold on to the hater feedback. If you know you're doing the thing, you're doing everything right and you're not in the wrong and somebody's just riding you, then there's nothing you, you know, that's not feedback. That's just somebody riding you. And I think, I think you made a point though. You said earlier, like you, you kind of take it with a grain of salt. You implement Mm -hmm. it. If it's working good, if it's not that you kind of move on. So I think this all, it all works together. You don't, you don't have to take every single thing. I'm sure there's many people that criticize Serena and say, Oh, you should do it like this. and You should do it like that. Right. But, that's your point about credible sources. She knows who it is she, she needs to be listening to. She's probably taking some of what they're saying versus things that she knows internally. So it's like it's, a, it's an all-encompassing process. You're taking internal inventory of yourself. You're listening to people that you respect and you look up to and that you can learn from. Exactly. It's an evolving process. You're being open and teachable. Yeah. It's like everything is just coming together. Yeah in what you were saying, but it's definitely not a, like a one size fits all type of process, exactly. but something you said, if you want to be great, then that feedback is going to get you there. Feedback to make get you, you get great. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Kenneth. You really gave us a lot of information to talk up, to think about. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to speak to us about this process. Is there anything else that you would like to tell, you know, the audience, people who are listening, any last piece of advice that you want to share? Um, I would just say, you know, it's one thing to get feedback and then it's another thing to execute. Once you get that feedback, make sure you take the time out to execute that those things to get to the next level. Execution is the biggest, uh, the biggest piece. You know, we all create plans and the people that get where they want to get is the people that execute those plans. So my advice to anybody out there is if you have something that you want to go after, execute on that thing every day and i promise you i promise you this is from a kid that comes from the gutter (laughs) for real for real and if you execute every day you will get to where you want to be you know just and they say if you do 85 percent, you'll get to where you want to be and i think i'm probably tapering on 85 percent, and i've gotten here so it's not impossible it's uh it's definitely a possibility but you gotta move on to execute so that's my feed that's my feedback to everybody (laughs) execute (laughs) awesome awesome so if you want to be great if you want to take your career to the next level then you need to be open to feedback thank you again for all the information that you've shared with us today to find out more about kenneth and his movement you can go to you can give us your website kenneth Yes, it's uh, KennethCheadle.com. KennethCheadle.com, and I'll put the information in the, in the show notes. Yes, The Millennial Takeover, that All book. Right. Awesome. 